here's the deal. Today is Dr. King Day. Today is a day that a lot of us get off from work to sit back and reflect and really think of who Dr. King was and what he did, not only in history and what he's doing for us now, but what he's done for us down the line. Dr. King really changed a lot for us in America. Um, he's really important to me, and I hope that he's important to you. You know, Jonathan, how you feel about Dr. King? Yeah, I would totally agree. Um, Dr. King, you know, for me personally, just looking at the life that he lived, the legacy that he left behind, you know, you hear that saying all the time, what is your legacy, right? So what do you leave behind when you're said and gone? How does people look at you? What do they perceive you at? And every day I get an opportunity to think about that. What is my legacy going to be? And each time that I hear, uh, uh, watch a video or hear a speech from Dr. King, it just kind of reminds me to stay consistent on my passions, on, on what I believe, not to give up. But I think really, honestly, that piece where, uh, you know, for me, it's to be a leader and not a follower. And that's exactly what Dr. Dr. King stood for. He was definitely a leader. He didn't care what people thought about him. Um, and he demanded respect. And I think in, just in today's society, um, it can get really easy to become a follower. Um, but just looking at his life, uh, it just encourages me every day to stay true to who I am and being a leader and not be afraid to step up and stand out. That's real. When I think of Dr. King, I often think of um, a quote that my mom used to say to me a lot uh, when I was a kid because my mom was real tough <laughs> and that was uh, that was funny you know my mom was real tough on us and she always made us you know really work hard in everything that we did but one of his, one of the quotes that she used to say to us is um, even if right even if it falls to you to be a street sweeper go out and street and sweep the streets like Michelangelo painted pictures sweep streets like Beethoven composed music, like Shakespeare, like Shakespeare wrote poetry, sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. So a lot of times, you know, whatever I try to think of is in anything that I do, in every capacity that I am, I have to be the best. I have to bring my best. Right. Because there's no room for excuses, regardless of what it is that you're doing. You're leaving your name and your legacy, just like you said, behind. And then no matter what you are called to do in this life, you need to do it with everything that you have in you. Right. Right. And it's, right. that's just powerful. That's powerful that so much of the things that he did then still resonate with us today. And, you know, I, I would totally agree with that. And it, you know, when you when you talk about just giving everything you have, you you got to give everything you have. Um, and what happens in doing so and everything, it becomes a habit. You just I mean, you don't know anything else. You just know that, listen, I got to go hard at all times because no matter what's going on, there's always that point where you might hit a wall where you might question. Am I making the right move? Am I at the right job? Am I making the right decision? But they say, how many days become a habit? 21 days or something like that? So if you're already accustomed to going hard, no matter what, when you don't feel like going to work, you're going to go. When you don't feel like finishing a project, 
You're going to finish it. When you don't feel like doing something, you got every reason as to why you can't go on. Because you're so used to going hard, you've already formed that habit of going hard. Yep. And it's going to help you push through. And it takes you away from the weak-minded. You notice a lot of people always complaining. You know why? Because they're used to not they're not used to going hard. Yep. And so that's why it's so easy for them to be negative. I can't. I don't know about this. I don't know about it. And every other word is a negative word because they're not used to it. So, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. If you practice that principle and everything that you're doing, I don't, listen, I don't even care if you're cutting grass. Go hard on cutting grass. Don't. My father used to always tell me, do not stop until the job is done. I mean, cut the, cut the whole yard, edge it up, <laughs> do whatever you got to do. And if it's not right, go back and do it again. Because at some point in your life, you're going to come to those roadblocks. And if you're not accustomed to going hard, then you're going to easily be broken. Exactly. And think about the time that you waste, right? The right. opportunity costed, right? So you don't give everything that you have. You don't complete the task. You don't do everything that's necessary. So guess what? You got to come back. You got to do it again. Yep. You still got to finish it. So you might as well do like you said, go hard right now, right then, get it done. Right? And then you also talk about getting rid of negative people and getting rid of negative things, right? So if you think about it like this, you might be able, you, I'm going to tell you something. You're not able to control the negative behavior in anybody else, but you can control how and what you participate in. You don't have to partake in those conversations and you don't have That's to continue right. those relationships, right? People want to bring negative energy to your life. You need to go ahead and let them go. When you start cutting negativity out of your life, then you make room for more positive things in your life. Mm. You have to get rid of those people. You have to get rid of those naysayers and those leeches, those people taking you backwards. Another thing that we talked about last week is focusing on what you should be focused on opposed to what you shouldn't be focused on. And That's right. so many of us are unable to achieve anything because we allow people to come into our life that have us focused on everything. And we can't see clearly enough towards getting our own goals because we're spending all our time. And we worked in an environment where it's, well, wonder what they're doing and why they're not doing this and why they're saying this and why he can't do that. Right? You spend so much time paying attention to what everybody else is doing that you can't see what you're doing. I want to say that that's a part of the Bible. If I'm not mistaken, there's a part of the Bible that say you must first remove the plank from your eye so that you can see to remove the plank from your brother's eye. Right, right. You know, and you know what? You know what? What's crazy about that? Have you ever, you know, have you ever noticed <laughs> that when you take the time out to really talk to those people that are so negative? Oh man, I can't. We can't. I heard this. I heard that. It never makes sense. Yep. So what did you hear from? Oh, I don't know. Some somebody told me, and so I'm mad because somebody told me. To be mad. Yep. It never makes sense. They don't even know why they're mad. Nope. They don't even know why they're complaining. They don't even know why they're negative. <laughs> and all it is is it's just it's just a domino effect. So why even go there? Because every most you know, every person, every person that I know that has been negative about a situation really can't tell me why they're being negative. You ever stop somebody and was like, Did you hear what you just said? Say it again. <laughs> and they when they hear what they just said, they're like, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, 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 so now you're caught up, okay? Both of y'all caught up in, 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 in the hoopla that doesn't make sense, that's not talking about anything, and then you know, you're, you're, you're going from there. So, yeah. And that, bring, 
That brings me to our next point. Right? We're getting we're in the transition period right now. And so many people are caught up in counting down the days that President Obama leaves office. Man, you know, our days are our good days are going away. You know, we got four days, five days, three days, two days, one. Right. So many people are so sure that when President-elect Trump takes over, that we're just doomed. Right. Right. Again, we're focusing on what we shouldn't be focused on. President, when he takes over, right. That's not going to be able to stop you from doing what you need to do on a day-to-day basis. That's not going to stop your motivation. Trump, President Trump is not going to put food on your table and clothes on your back. He's not going to power the lights in your house. right? So we're sitting up here so sure that negative days are approaching us. You can't do that to you. So we're three weeks into the new year and we already told ourselves the next four years are doomed for us. right? And then when you ask somebody, just like you said, so... Why is President Trump or President elect Trump gonna ruin your next four years? Well, uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> they, they can't even tell you. I mean, there are things about him, and there are things that he said that I don't agree with and I don't like, right. but I can't right. sit up here and tell you that he's about to mess up my four years. Yeah, you know, one yeah. President Trump doesn't rule my life, mm. you know, no That's president right. has ever ruled my life, All right? I got yeah. one supreme ruler. Right? But I know what it is that I need to do each and every day. And I'm focused on making sure that I'm doing that and then doing it better the next day and then better the day after that. And I right. could care less about a president-elect or a president Donald Trump or anything else. Right? I'm not going to sit up here and, and tell myself or anybody else that the fact that he gets inaugurated means that things are going are going to go worse for me. No, no. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was just something I was having a discussion uh, with some friends at work about, you know, and it's just, you're absolutely right. Ever since we found out about Trump and when he won, I mean, you know, when we found out Hillary didn't win, everybody was depressed. I mean, it was just, it was chaos. And I was like, and I was talking to several people and, you know, I said, you know, when you, did you vote? And they said, yeah, I voted. And then we kind of talked about, you know, some of the things that Hillary stood for and what he stood for. They couldn't answer those questions. They had no idea. Yep. They, they just know Donald Trump won. OK. And so now I'm going to be affected because he won because. And then I said, what's your reason? And it was because blank, 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 blank. And I said, hey, you need to focus on the things that you said you were going to focus on in this upcoming year, whether that's working out, whether that's just, you know, and for me, at the end of the day, man, it's just a spiritual peace. I mean, focus on God. I mean, if nothing else, you know, God is something you should focus on every day. But I'm just saying, channel your energy, take it away from the negativity, right? Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is is, is what's going to happen. And so instead of just jumping a gun, what you're saying, we do need to change our mindset and the way we think about things, especially Donald Trump and running, you know, being our next president. So I'm with you 100%. Exactly. And from the sexual comments to the racial comments to all those things, he no matter what, how much we don't like it or how much you do like it, whatever the case is, or whatever it is that you believe, whoever you voted for, he will become the president on January 20th. There's nothing we can do about it. But what you can do is you can work to be a better person every day, be a better example. And if you got kids or you have someone in your life, then you can go ahead and show them what right looks like. You know, so then right. that brings me to the next point that sometimes I ask and you think about 
so many people in our community who don't have role models, who don't have an example. And when you talk about self-evaluation, we're so quick as a people to talk about what the next person isn't doing, what they're not doing for us. I'm a victim. Oh, well, I didn't get that help or they didn't come by and help me. Forget all that. Right. We've arrived. Right. We're grown. Somebody has helped us out. And so now when you turn around and look, are we doing enough? Are we doing enough right. for the, the people coming behind us? The next Jonathan, the next Justin. Are we turning around and reaching that helping hand? Because what I see too much of when we talk about getting online and social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, is we're really quick to pull out our phone and put a hashtag out to repost something, to share something that we don't even know what it means. We didn't even read the article, but we, we did our piece by sharing it, but we really didn't go out there and really become an activist and really involve ourselves, right? We just wanted to, to get the likes that came along with it. We want to go get the photo op, but are we really being the best example and the best mentor and the best guide to the next generation of young men out here? You know, I think that goes back to that legacy piece. What is your legacy, right? So if we're not even thinking, again, if we're not thinking about that legacy, legacy and going hard should go hand in hand. We're talking about going hard, we're talking about your legacy, that should go hand in hand. But if that's not something that we kind of self-evaluate, then in my opinion, to answer your question, the answer is no. We're not doing everything that we need to do, right? So... It's no excuse, I think, a lot of times. And even for me, I'll use myself as an example. Now, and let me say, there are individuals that are, okay? So I'm not saying everybody, but there are individuals that's, that's pretty, you know, that's going in really good. But those persons can probably even do more. Um, but, you know, a lot of times what I was going to say is, okay, I went to the downtown rescue mission. I helped out. I did that I did that on Christmas and Thanksgiving, so I'm good, you know. But what about every what other did you day? Do? Uh-huh. What were we doing every other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I do that once a year. You don't have to ask me. I'm proactive and I'm good. So now there it is. Yeah. I'm good to go. You know, and, and I think a lot of times we feel like, okay, oh, I did that. So now there it is, yeah. you know. Um, but there are opportunities for us to do more without question. And then being creative, finding different avenues and partner up with people who are trying to do more for the community, do more for our, our, our young males, etc. cetera, uh, in today's society. So we just have to go back to figuring out um, what is the true passion, what is your legacy, and going hard, and is this something that you're really trying to do? Yeah. And then how do we how do we execute on it, you know? So that's, that's just dangerous. It's so many of right. us are doing things just to say that we did it so we can get the recognition. And we shouldn't be right. in it for the recognition. Right? It's it's not about the recognition. It shouldn't be about that recognition. Uh, it should really be right. that our heart is really into seeing someone else do good. And the, the big thing that comes with it for me is the fact that my mom strategically put people in our place that did things for us and were examples for us. A lot of them I remember. Some of them I can't. I can't remember everything that everybody said. And I can tell you this. Nobody who ever did anything for me did it so that they can get a pat on the back or get a congratulations. Right. They did it because they wanted to see someone do well. And that's what we need to do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be us going to a serving line and serving food or us right. giving our clothes or going and donating this. 
you can actually make a difference every day by simply how you carry yourself because you don't even know who's watching you and who's looking at you saying man you know what i want to look like that you know i want to wear that uniform i want to wear my pants like that i would like to walk like that i want to hold my head up high and be proud and be somebody just like that person is and they don't have to know who you are and you don't have to do or say anything nor take a picture because people see you when you don't even know that they see you and i think that that's powerful and we need to really start doing what we can to make a difference you know and and stand up and stand out and really make sure that we are cognizant to the fact that there are a lot of people who see us that we don't even know notice us. Right, right. That's right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, I um, saw a quote one time on Facebook and it said, um, your lifestyle will, will be, didn't say potentially, your lifestyle will be the only Bible many people read and I was like whoa so you're absolutely right it's in your lifestyle as well how you carry yourself every day is a perfect example what you're like on the basketball court on the football field at work at play when you go in to the movies when you go into the grocery store right whatever you're doing you you know with the concept of going hard but what how are you carrying yourself exactly um it's also another way that uh like you said, people will, you don't even notice, but people are watching and they're looking at how you carry yourself and how you act. So and definitely, and for we, sure, I we, would agree. We both similarly have presence, a uh, presence that can fill up a room. And if you right. think about the statistic, over 72% of young black kids are growing up in single parent households. That's right. And then you That's think right. about it on top of that, their parents are working two and three jobs to put food on the table. So these kids don't even have an example. And mm. when you think about how your presence can fill up a room, I've walked into a classroom or I've walked into a barbershop or other places where kids might be conducting themselves a certain kind of way or sagging their pants and they see how you carry yourself in your presence. They'll just out of, I don't know what it is, but they'll pull their pants up. Right. Yeah. They just yeah. do it out of they because they haven't seen an example. They don't have anybody at home. So that's where I go back to what we, I mean. That right there says a lot. By the fact that yeah. you simply just walk into a place and people turn around and look at you and pull their pants up because they know that it's not. People know right from wrong. They know right from wrong. right? And yeah. we have to be that example. We don't have the right. luxury of flipping on every single channel and seeing people that look like us. And now right. in four or five days, these kids won't see a president that looks like them. However, yeah. we can talk about the president that did look like them. But beyond that, what we can be is, man, you know what? I saw this guy the other day. He was at the gym. He was playing basketball. You know, he he talked to me a little bit about the scripture. He plays a saxophone. He's really active in his church. I saw him with his mm-hmm. with his son and his wife. He's married. He's right. doing the right things. You know, that's powerful. Or I saw this guy the other day. He was in his uniform. He was clean cut. He shook my mm-hmm. hand. He looked me straight into my eye. I never had nobody look me in my eye before. I never had no. Those things, those kids will carry with them forever. That's right. Those things, they'll carry yeah. with them forever. Right. That's deep. You know, and that, again, is part of knowing your worth. Yep. You just got to know your worth. You got to know what you're worth. Yep. And then you got to be open and willing and passionate to pour into somebody else. Exactly. And you have to, you just have to dominate at every turn. You mentioned, 
you know, dominating, dominating, going hard, going hard. And so it goes back to a conversation that I had, you know, um, I actually spoke to my cousin. Uh, and this was the 6th of January. And she told me her year was already over with. Right. We talked about, you know, your year is already messed up. Things aren't going my way. My job isn't going my way. And that's one day. Right. That's one day. Right. You have to wake up every single day. Right. Positive thinking that today is my day for I'm the master of my abilities right? and I'm going right. to do what it is I have to do today. And so I hit her with the question. If you had a bank account, if you had a bank account, right, and that bank account replenished every single day, right? And let's say the bank account gave you $86,400. Every single day, you could spend $86,400 however you wanted to. The only wow. thing is that balance doesn't carry over to the next day. How would you right. spend it? And oh. so she got to thinking, hmm, I might do this. I might say, I said, no, you can't put it in a savings account. Every day right. you got a balance of $86,400 and you have to spend it. How will you spend it? Oh, okay, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go here. I'm going to do me, this. Me, me, me. Right? But, yeah, it was me. But what, what ended up happening is we end up boiling it down to the fact that she was going to end up doing everything she could to spend that $86,400 every day. Right? So you're going to spend that entire $86,400 however you see fit, but you're going to make sure you get rid of every single one of them. So then right. I flipped the script back. So you got 86,400 seconds every single day. So are you allowing yourself to waste it on negative thinking or positive thinking? Are you allowing yourself to tell yourself what you can do or what you can't do? Are you going to sit up here and get so caught up in the sales that you lost or get caught up in the sales that you're about to go out here and achieve? Are you going to allow yourself with the money that you have in this quote unquote bank every single day? Are you going to maximize the opportunities that you have or are you just going to let it blow by? And that's what people have to think about when it comes to being motivated and becoming successful. You get one shot. Every second that ticks by, you can never get it back. So how are right. you using it? If right. it was a bank account, every dollar that you spend, you can't get that dollar back. So every second that you that you spend out here, are you spending it on broadening yourself, educating right. yourself, increasing yourself? Right? Are you going to if you want to be a basketball player, then how much time are you spending honing that craft? How much time are you spending in that gym? You know, you think about the greats, whether it be a Michael Jordan, a LeBron James, a Kobe Bryant, whoever it is that you want to think of. These guys were the first ones in the gym, the last ones out the gym, the right? Yeah. These guys yeah. put so much time and energy into it because they knew that they only had one opportunity. And so many of us waste opportunities and waste talent because we'd rather not take advantage of this self-replenishing bank account every day and spend that time that's going to pay off for us. We'd rather waste it on doing something negative. You know, we're out here talking about somebody fighting, you know, smoking weed, sitting in the back of the classroom, sagging our pants, you know, doing everything else but what's important and what's going to get us to that mountaintop. And um, I think that that's what people need to think about. And I changed the way that she thought about it is you get 86,400 seconds in a day. And what you choose to do with them is very crucial to your success. And right. a lot of people are throwing them away. Wow. Right. Les, wow. Les Brown, and I, I hate to keep going on and on, but I'm going to just say one more thing. Les Brown said that the, the most 
there are more ideas and talents in the cemetery. Right? You think about all these people that are buried and dead yeah. and gone who didn't take advantage of their opportunity and those opportunities are gone forever. Right? You don't yeah. know what tomorrow may bring, but today you better go ahead and dominate. Go hard like you said. Also, you know, and, and that's so true, and that's so real, and it just took me back to the quote, world-renowned Eric Thomas. Many of you have heard of him and, and, and has listened to him and, and, and what he has to talk about. Eric Thomas says, you have to want success as bad as you breathe. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like crazy. He said, listen, there's sometimes you, you know, you may, have, you may have to be to work at 6 in the morning. You may, are you willing to stay up till 4, studying for a test? Applying for jobs, uh, figuring out what you're trying to do in the future, how you're going. How, are you willing to do that and only get two hours of sleep? Are you willing to only get one hour of sleep if it, if it causes for that for you to be great at whatever it is that you're trying to do? Yeah. You have to want to be successful. You have to want to be great every single day, yeah. every single day. You know, and there's no time off. So I, I just thought that, you know, I just thought that was powerful. Just that that quote there on 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 being successful, you know. It is. And, you know, we go back to thinking about how we started this whole conversation talking about Dr. King. And then we talked about his legacy and some of the quotes that really hit home with us and then asking ourselves, are we doing enough? And so that's what I want every listener out there to think about is, you know, Dr. King's legacy lives on. Right? Dr. King has a statue. Dr. King has his own holiday. But what he did was basically he just talked about living his legacy, getting things, getting a fair treatment for people. Just just really, he was just a really genuine person who really cared about people and cared about the fair treatment of people, the equal rights for people. Um, he thought about really being motivated for basically success. And let me see. Right. right. And he really wanted it to be about seizing the opportunity and knowing that he, he even said it. I might not get there with you, but I know it's coming. Right? And though we right, have a long right. way to go, right? We've come a mighty long way, and we cannot allow ourselves to get caught up in um, what we don't have. But we need to look at what we have and where we need to get to, and we can't continue to focus on what we don't have. And I think that that's that's powerful. And I think that we can do a lot for our own community if we focus on what it is that we have and where it is that we want to get to, opposed to wasting so much time. And energy on what we don't have, and playing right. the victim role. That that victim role just it sickens me. Mm, mm. That's good. Yeah. And 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 you know, you know, as we're, as we're closing up, don't don't. The big thing too is don't forget that it, whatever your goals are, because you have to set goals, right? You don't have to be really huge. Set small goals and achieve those small goals as you move forward to your big goal. Yep. That'll keep you motivated. That'll keep you going. A lot of times, you know, we use working out. You know, I, I want to lose 50 pounds by next week. We'll just start off by losing a half pound, a pound. Start off by running a half a mile, then run a mile, you know. Yeah. It's okay. It's about just making that forward progress. It's about going hard every day. Yeah. And in doing that, then you will reach those 25 pounds that you're trying to lose. You will reach those big goals. And you'll enjoy the process. You'll enjoy the process because if you put on too much, if you try to do too much too early, then it's easy. To, it's easier for you not to be consistent. Yeah. And without consistency, that's the key. Without consistency, 
um, then it's going to definitely affect your drive and your motivation and your passion to go hard. Exactly. And no matter the failure, right, it's you fail, try again, fail, try again, yep. fail, try. You guess what? You go pass. It's going to work. Right. Yep. And so many people talk about um, how many times do I have to learn that lesson? However many times it takes for you to actually learn the lesson is what I try to tell people. You know, you know, it's it's not about, well, I, I, I got to do it again. Yes, you didn't do it. You didn't finish. You have to, you know, you, you, you sit up there and I know how you are at the gym. If somebody shoots the ball, here, go ahead, shoot it again. Shoot it again. Here, shoot it again. I believe in you. That's the way your favorite player is LeBron James, right? LeBron James, people talk about him all the time. You know, you missed that shot. I'm coming to you again. I'm coming to you again because guess what happened? Right. When it's a championship moment, when the game is on the line, I've showed you all along that I believed in you, right? And that helped you believe in yourself. And though you failed all the way along the along the lines of, you know what, he didn't make that shot. He didn't make that shot. I came back to you. I came back to you. I came back to you. I have the confidence in you, which increased the confidence in you. And now you took that shot and now we won and now we got that ultimate goal of winning that championship. And that's what it's all about is, yeah. right? Eventually, right. it will work itself out the way that it should, but you have to stay the course. Right. We got to stay yeah. the course, right? Yeah. We, our people are worried about a Donald Trump pregnancy. <laughs> our people are worried about a Donald Trump presidency. They're worried mm -hmm. about what he's going to do. Our people have been through worse. Right. And we can make it through yeah. this. Right? Yes, and can. anything that you got going on in your life, somebody has gone through something worse. That's right. So you can handle what you have to deal with. Mm. So with that being said, stay tuned, everybody.